0: Captain of unanimous uh, Keevers faces his job in GOG with Keeve and Ellie and zoe
1: Hey, fam, welcome back to New Girl, Old Guy for season two, episode 10 Bathtub. My name is Allie Lasher. I am neither the new girl nor the old guy. Uh, I am joined by the titular old guy Akiva Winokur Akiva what's up
2: it's take four I think for us
1: Uh, I think this was the this is actually formally take two
2: okay but we we keep trying well explain what happened just
1: you want to tell the people I knew you would want to open and, and explain what happened
2: Yeah, well, we were, you know, we were messing around with the um, trying to get into the room and and record and whatever. We had a few start and stops and then eventually. We first did a Zoom. Oh, yeah, we did a Zoom. I don't know. A whole bunch of things happened. And then you start and then you're like, all right, let's start. And as you said, start, I'm like, all right, let me uh, I feel tired. Let me get this massive yawn in because it's time check 120 in the morning here. And. I did a big yawn and then you're like i had already started the record i have to like redo the whole record i don't know why like you take stuff out but i guess you started and stopped it right away because you were alarmed by how big of a yawn i did
1: it wasn't that yeah i shouldn't have stopped but i didn't know you were yawning because it did not sound like anything that a human could admit it was like yeah oh it was a dull yell i would say at first that i thought was coming from like my microphone (laughs) or feedback yeah And then it emerged into a bellowing, booming sound. That's when I realized it was a a yawn. I believe I yelled out expletive, you know, to quote Seinfeld. I said curse word. She said Mm -hmm. curse word and hung up. That's basically Mm -hmm. what happened. Yeah. Um, But I've been talking all damn day. I'm exhausted. I should be yawning.
2: Well, it's like 6 o'clock for you and 1 in the morning for me. But you have been working very hard. And by that, we mean... Doing an Instagram takeover of Rob's Twitter account. So well, no. first I've this.
1: been working full time, mm-hmm. and then I've also done. Um, oh my god, The Hills' New Beginnings is airing right now on MTV. Cannot Should wait. We for that. Should we pause? Should we pause? Should we cancel New Girl and immediately switch to a Hills season two? New beginnings.
2: Mm-hmm. New Hills, old guys.
1: <laughs> Over the hill guys. New 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 beginnings. Old hills. Anyway. Uh, So if anyone wants to check it out, there are two highlights on uh, Rapgrams on Instagram. And I think I have a calling. I think I'm influencing people to to unfollow Rapgrams, (laughs) but I'm influencing people. Is that
2: what influencers do? They convince you to unfollow people?
1: Um, That would be my influencing. It's like every day I'm going to tell you who you should not listen to.
2: Um, okay, you're like one a day. Like don't listen to this person every day and you're just crossing them off one by one. That's not a bad idea.
1: Yes, a spite a spite influence. Spite
2: Um. All right. Uh, what else is going on?
1: Speaking of positive feedback that I'm getting, oh my God. Uh, I, I, I think last week was one of our most talked about episodes ever. People loved producer Kelly.
2: Yeah, that was no surprise. Everyone loved producer Kelly. We were you were nervous afterwards because there was some audio snafus and Snefu, by the way when when i drafted words with chester that could have been on the list that's a fun word to say Snefu.
1: Snefu. i mean the best the most iconic kiva alley moment i think i just dropped the a on kiva there it's either kiev or akiva i can't be kiva i didn't like that
2: it's my wife calls me
1: uh, well maybe that's why i didn't feel right um mm-hmm. i I say, like, oh, people really like the episode and are not really saying anything about the audio issues. Like, amazing. And you were like, yeah, guess the audio issues weren't so bad. Or guess there were no audio issues. And I was like, or I toiled away at the helm <laughs> to making it okay. You're just like, oh, yep, you overblown. Like, it was overblown by Allie. No issues.
2: But you were like, oh, they're, like, not fixable. That's why. That's uh,
1: awesome. And then I spent, like, a long time fixing it. Anyway, regardless, I think it wasn't perfect. and People are just nice. I like our nice audience we
2: very nice listeners
1: love the nice niceness the business. haters
2: stopped listening in season one
1: I don't think the haters came
2: no I don't even think they came that's true and if they did they checked out almost immediately
1: as as they were requested to do so we even appreciate the haters who can follow instructions let's yeah. get into it we don't need to we don't need to banter if we have nothing to banter about
2: uh we got plenty to banter about well um, you took the
1: tv podcast idea
2: I didn't take it. Oh yeah, let's talk about that. No, I haven't even recorded that yet. We could we could jump in first. I'm here.
1: joking. I had no. So basically, Chester tweeted out that what was it? Rolling Stone compiled a list of the hundred top
2: sitcoms. Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: Of all time, and Chester tweeted it in like this crazy. Like these are the shows I haven't seen. Yeah. Or whatever. Very
2: very like. Uh, see, that's the opposite of an influencer. Just like a combo- like a like a discombobulated list. Like I saw ninety three, half of ninety two, a part of ninety one, uh, skip eighty seven to twenty two. Uh, what should I watch next? As if like people are going to follow along with the, <laughs> that list, which is impossible. Also to like read. It's not like. They didn't number it 1 to 100. There's, like, paragraphs for each one.
1: Well, but then they did sort it by the top of, like, 10 to 0, 20 to whatever. So you mm-hmm. could navigate through there. But wait. Did I just learn that your impression of Chester is the same as your impression of me? And in which case, do you just have one impression?
2: Uh, yeah. I So my impression of Chester is, uh, like, I do my nose more. I don't do my nose for you. You just Yours did the exact same. Pitch. Show no, me so the my, distinction. Okay. My, my uh here, I'm going to read a uh, uh, like a Twitter thing for Chester. Perfect. Uh, one major side effect of eating too much salt, a new study says. And then for you, it would be like, uh, one major side effect of eating too much salt, a new study says. That's Okay,
1: yours. so I think you just accidentally used your alley to do your earlier Chester. Yes, but I, think I may have accidentally
2: Chester. used the alley voice to do Chester. That is correct. I'm asking because I, cause have, I have one
1: impression, famously. I do my mom the same way I would do you, which is like the same way I do everyone else, is like, <laughs>
2: yeah you you're like the teacher in peanuts you don't even say yeah, the words.
1: exactly yeah.
2: but um yeah and i don't have a rob impression either so i i i have like a like a most my best one is chester my best impression is definitely chester
1: akiva of course you don't have a rob because you don't have the nads to even risk insulting rob with an impression <laughs> oh please
2: <laughs> I'd have to, I just have to listen to I like I know I hear his voice all the time and I just did a podcast with him but like I have to this is my third podcast of the day but I'm sure, I'm sure this will be the best one I
1: thought you didn't do the TV podcast well we'll get to your plugs later no but. I did
2: one to 32 fans we might do the second one later I might do four today but probably not I'm gonna try and go to sleep after this
1: all right so meanwhile Kiwi very nicely tried to invite me on 32 fans to talk about it I said I don't think you need me they weren't gonna do the podcast I was like we need to talk about this just like off pod I had thoughts I gave my thoughts That's it. I look forward to listening. You guys cover it. I think that's more where it belongs. Um, But New Girl did make the list. Do you want to posit a guess of where it came out on the list?
2: So I scrolled through the list and I actually thought it was snubbed. And that's why we were going to talk about it. Uh, And I thought it was going to be a huge snub. Um,
1: I did tell you it made the list.
2: Because the other one you asked me about is Schitt's Creek. And that was at 100, which is, I think, basically not putting it on the list. Putting Schitt's Creek at 100.
1: I feel. I feel like I couldn't. I mean, in fairness, I didn't read the whole article in depth. It would take me for. I, I intend to. People should read it at RollingStone.com. Um, not that the Rolling Stone needs us to plug them, but mm-hmm. we did it. You are an influencer, so. So, so I, my thing with Shit's Creek being at a hundred is like I don't know. I always want to know sort of what's the um, criteria they're putting it at. If they're counting stands the test of time or like continues through history to hold up, whatever, then I understand why Schitt's Creek falls to 100. I feel like there was... My guess would be there would be concerns in showing, like, recency bias if Schitt's Creek was, like, top half, but 100 felt pretty low based on general appeal, accolades, etc.
2: Yeah, I think that's probably a slap in the face to Schitt's Creek, even though I've never seen it and I don't like it.
1: Interesting. So why do you think so where was New Girl? people are like...
2: Oh, yeah. I, mean, I thought I you guess were gonna guess. The...
1: You keep changing the subject on me. Don't put pl- don't.
2: I'm gonna don't guess know. New Girls at 76.
1: You looked at this. Mm. It won't load. It's either 75 or 76.
2: Wow. No, I mean you, I, I you looked at the top said twenty. You looked at it, I looked so... at the top twenty in the first few, but I scrolled from the hundred to eighty to the twenty to one.
1: Okay, so you knew it was somewhere between twenty and eighty.
2: Yes, I did know it was somewhere between twenty and eighty. Oh no, I didn't think it was on the list, to be fair. Once well, you, you said knew... it was on the list, then I retroactively. It is seventy
1: six exactly. There's no way you didn't look at that, but it's okay. It goes along with. Me I was spoiled.
2: One minute, I was hundred percent sure it wasn't even on the list. So why? How could I have been spoiled? Keith, I, I told.
1: I don't care. I think it's fun. I told you two days ago it was on the list.
2: No, we. You so you had spoiled? The conversation or you are not said, listening you to me? Which is list? worse? And then I don't know. <laughs> Uh, I said it's
1: on the list. It doesn't matter. It's on the list.
2: Syracuse.com. Probably. 13 shows with upstate New York ties make the list. Uh, do you want. What is the upstate New York tie to, uh, to New Girl? Do you know?
1: You. Not only do I know, but you know.
2: Yeah, Nick Schmidt and Winston went to Syracuse.
1: I don't think Winston went to Syracuse. Right? Yeah. Like, Winston is Nick's childhood friend. I'm going to
2: ask you a question. Who do you think is right? You? Or Jeff Herbert from Syracuse.com. Oh,
1: he says so. We so not only have we discussed this, I'm pretty sure I have it from the editing room explaining the answer to this. So, my bad. I whatever. Let's move on to this week's episode. Um, everyone look out for Akiva. And I mean, do you think that's right on for New Girl? Where would you? You've only seen you know a season and a half, but wh- where would you put it? Assuming I mean, it a, continues in quality the same that it is,
2: it's ahead of Modern Family. It's ahead of Schitt's Creek. I think this is pretty good. I think I, I I don't think if it was at like twenty, you'd be like, well, we have the three biggest New Girl fans on the planet making these, um, you know, make make making these what's it called? So I I don't know. I don't I, like I don't know if you could put it any higher than like sixty. So I think seventy six is very fair.
1: I love New Girl, and I think it's probably right. I mean, I haven't seen a lot of these sitcoms. I think the top three is, I was, like, upset when Seinfeld was three, but then I was, like, kind of probably fair to put a spoiler alert, Simpsons number one, Cheers number two. I'm a big Cheers fan, so that didn't upset me. I thought that was fair. Um, mm-hmm. The one, here were my thoughts. I will say this guy won't be on the podcast, so you don't have to react and, and spoil what you're going to say. But my thoughts were, one, Spongebob, not a sitcom. Oh, mm-hmm. I forgot I said you don't have to react. <laughs> I paused for your reaction. I just think as as Chester said in response to this, like you really open the floodgates when you count. Yeah, what's Spun's the situation?
2: Up. They live in a pineapple under the sea? Like <laughs> I don't
1: I mean, then any children's show is a sitcom, right? Like it's still the same formula. Gullah yeah. Gullah I mean, Island sitcom. It's not sitcom. a drama or a, like, a reality you know, show. whatever. Yeah. Um, is Gullah Gullah Island two... on there? <laughs> Sorry, Friends fans. I think Friends fans probably upset did not place high. Mm perhaps unfairly. I think with a show like Friends, I don't see... It's not in my top 10, but if I'm doing a historic ranking of the top sitcoms, I think I'm putting it in the top 10. I guess uh, you can't answer. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, I, We already talked about Chits Creek, and I feel like firmly The Office is better than Parks and Rec. The Office walked so Parks and Rec could fly. I think they have those two shows Um. Reversed. But otherwise, you know, interesting undertaking.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, we did hundred graded shows on 32 fans with and had like listener votes and stuff. Much more scientific.
1: All right. Um, so let's talk about this episode. It was directed by Tristam Shapiro. Very mm-hmm. funky spelling of Shapiro. Two E's, yeah. no I.
2: Tristram also is a weird name.
1: Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm fine with it. Um, I you last week I didn't talk about this, but I cannot believe how long this very nice audience and you, Akiva, have let me just credit Elizabeth Mer- Merriweather every single week, and not realizing that she's going to get the top billing because she's the creator and writer, and that the next most writer is really the quote writer of the episode.
2: I've corrected you a few times, but not not r- like I sort of realized at one point. But then I've I've corrected you at least twice recently on since we no talking last
1: week you corrected me. Mm-hmm. and, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah, you, you got to look at
2: the Wikipedia for that. Yeah, Tristram Shapiro and Donna Carey.
1: Yeah, well, I have now Donna Carey, and I have a question right off the top from Producer Kelly about this. Mm-hmm. Okay. First of all, aired, original air date, December 4th, 2012. We're really mm-hmm. moving through time, maybe.
2: Yeah, we're flying. I'm very excited.
1: All right, me too. Can't wait to be done. Producer Kelly says... Help. Is there an episode of New Girl more obviously written by a man than this one? Because the whole Nick plot revolving around Angie is written in a very creepy, icky male way. Lots of Schmidt bits too, uh, like the heavy like comment, real 180 in tone from Eggs.
2: So you think it's a male specific episode? That's
1: producer think, Kelly.
2: I mean, he didn't cast, he's like, oh, let's get freaking Olivia Munn here. You know, he, I don't think he casts her. Um,. We got a guy named Shapiro, so I guess that that makes the my mom hates Jews and she's in the majority part uh, a little more acceptable. Um, hmm, I'm trying to. There's a strip club scene. I guess that's pretty broy. It's not the broiest episode, honestly.
1: Um. I think I get it. What she's saying that the tone shift is like a little different, right? It's like Nick pining for this woman. It's definitely a tone shift from the, from the last
2: sh- week's like serious, you know, like IVF type, you know, topics versus versus like Schmidt suits and stuff like that. But I, I you I th- know, most of the episodes written by men will probably be able to tell. That's we should play the game, like. In our heads when we're watching the episode, was this written by a man or a woman? We'll play that going forward in our heads.
1: I, I mean, mean we'll, it, we'll it didn't offend me when Kelly calls this stuff out. I'm like, yeah, I get it. But, like, there are four, three of the five main characters are men. The, the Nick stuff, like, rang true to me. So, you know, like, question mark. Um, we'll talk more about it. Kivi, give us a little digest. Don't make us wait any longer here.
2: Okay. Uh, as I said, uh, Nick, who is, uh, excuse me, Schmidt, the boss is back. And uh, she is going she is going to make Schmidt uh, pitch for this new vodka. He, he uh, has all these special suits. They get ruined. Why do they get ruined? Because Winst- we have the we have a, a first time comedic duo team up of Winston and Jess. And they want a bathtub and they sneak try to sneak a bathtub into the building, end up flooding the whole place. We got the hor- horny landlord back in town. We got um, we got Schmidt trying to get back together with CeCe. We have Nick spending a lot of time at the bar, trying to get Angie, played by Olivia Munn, and uh, we have a bunch of robberies and meth people. That's this episode bathtub.
1: I mean, we have no robberies, and no meth people, but I I get <laughs> I get the sentiment.
2: Well, I'm trying. To, yeah, I'm trying to juice the ratings for the podcast. People are like, ooh, meth people. Let's listen.
1: Um, by the way, we have an update. Um, so, a key, so I did the takeover. Kiva and I shot a little thing. Everyone should check it out. We did a little. There's a little visual stuff related to NGOG that people should check out. Um, Hannah wants to know when's your takeover, so you've been asked.
2: I said when I, I'll do it on I'll do an airplane one. I'll complain like, what's the deal about airplanes the whole time?
1: Okay, perfect. Can't wait with your double masks as you fly for 16 hours from Israel to New York. I have
2: to wear a double mask. I'm not forget it. I'll take a boat. <laughs> I'll
1: take, you gotta wear the mask on the. You just stand outside. You think I have to wear for a for mask days. on a
2: boat? What if I'm outdoors, like on the deck?
1: For three to full days, you could sleep outside
2: on a boat. I feel like someone will throw me over or something. Who's throwing you over? I don't know. I'm a lot of weight, and I don't, my wife's always. I'm always like, "Do <laughs> you want to go on a cruise?" And she's like, "No, the kids are too like wild. They'll fall. They'll jump off or something." I'm like, I don't think that happens a lot, you know.
1: Did I, I think talk it... about my sleepwalking on a cruise yet?
2: Oh my gosh, sleep! That is the scariest place in the world to sleepwalk.
1: <laughs> well, a tightrope maybe would be worse. Did I you? Mean,
2: that would be wild. <laughs>
1: wait did you did i i've never talked about sleepwalking in your presence you'd remember Um, this
2: i think i would remember sleepwalking on a cruise
1: so i've done some wild sleepwalking stuff that can be rolled out throughout the rest of our time here on ngog but i so i sleepwalk when like i don't put not i haven't knock on wood haven't sleptwalk in a while but i tend to i used to tend to sleepwalk if i didn't like put myself properly to bed. So one night on a cruise, we go to fam- me and an- our family and another family. And my brother would go out with the gu- the boy from their family, his friend uh, Andrew, and they'd like be able to stay out later than I was based on our age difference, whatever. So I was like, I could stay up as late as my brother. I'm um, like, you know, whatever, young teen, I fall asleep on the bed watching like probably Shrek 2 for the 80th time on the cruise television. I wake up outside of my room in different clothes, laying on the hallway floor outside of my room, cruise room, locked out. I knock on my parents' room, because like me and my brother sharing a room, they had a room. My parents were sharing a room. I knock on their door at like four in the morning. My mom I think I have told this before that my mom when I used to wake her up as a kid would be like groggy and confused and be like go back to bed even if like I needed assistance and she was so in her sleep pissed at me for getting locked out of my room at 4 a.m. and she couldn't understand that I was like I slept walk and thank God I woke up outside of my room and not overboard.
2: It's crazy. Isn't now that maybe Wyatt? Mary's right. Yeah that is spooky.
1: It's spooky. It's spooky. Um, all right, so why were we talking about that?
2: I'm not sure. Anyway, um, <laughs> let's get into the episode.
1: Oh yeah, I don't even think we started. So, th- did this wrestling scene mean anything to you?
2: Um, I didn't even didn't even make my notes, so no.
1: Cool. So the whole premise is that Jess is making a pitch with a very funny collage um, of why the uh, loft should get a bathtub. Um, Producer Kelly says, Allie, do you have the same view on bathtubs as you do hot tubs, a.k.a. Schmidt's take about the filth cauldron? So Nick doesn't want it because it's a waste of money. Schmidt says he doesn't want to sit in testicle tea. Winston is persuaded to vote no. We later find out he's interested. Kiwi, the people need to know, where do you stand on baths?
2: Okay, I am not a bath taker. I'm not against them, but I don't really take them. I, I feel like... I'm a busy man. They take longer than showers.
1: When do you transition a child from bath to shower?
2: It's a good question. Uh, I'm trying to think. Because, like, my sons mostly take baths now. And also, like, little kids, like, I, I don't even think they know what a shower is. Like, a four-year-old. Like, they just take baths. And then, um, I think somewhere between, like, and then, like, my 12-year-old probably doesn't take a bath. So, somewhere between, like, 7 and 12. Like, Eight? You probably nine? You start showering? I don't know. Wow, when so could no like, one's
1: days are numbered. His bath days are numbered. When you could like numbered. fully
2: go in by yourself and like not have people help you, that's when you're for sure taking a shower.
1: So my parents, as far back as I can remember, when I was still taking baths, used to make me rinse off in the showers. That's something uh, I don't want to ask about your kids bathing, but I saw want to speak from my experience. I like, think that's.
2: I think that's like, I don't know if everyone's doing that, but I think that's normal.
1: I think I got weaned off of baths when it became annoying to like run dripping wet from the bath to the shower. And I was like, eff it, okay, guys, like I'll just take a shower. You know, like baths mm-hmm. became less fun when you had to rinse. Um I'm too much work. So I'm not gonna ask you what I think about baths. I'll tell you what I think about baths. I have taken two baths in my time living in New York. Uh so I moved here September twenty nineteen. I've taken two baths. Baths seem like a great idea before you get in them mm-hmm. and then i'm in them and i feel like an idiot i am sitting in my own filth i like it's a new york city apartment it's not like i have this luxurious tub right like i'm yeah. mostly out of the water and then i gotta stand <laughs> up and shower anyway it's yeah. like i w- i have brought co- like a like a tea a woman's tea i've brought a rose i tried to watch a movie like you put your laptop on the frickin' toilet and it's like <laughs> Nothing about this is enjoyable. Yeah. Nothing is about this is relaxing. But then I get far enough away from my last bath, and I think, oh, I got the bath bombs. Mm-hmm. I got the yeah. salt. Like, let's. You know what? That sounds like it would be nice. And then you see people on Instagram with their legs out of the tub, and it's like, oh, that looks so luxurious. No one's comfortable in the bath unless you are a child,
2: or you have a nice bath,
1: or you have a luxurious tub. Yes,
2: sure. I, everything you say, I, I I think people will be agreeing with. You, the Manhattan bath is not so enjoyable.
1: I mean, cut that clip. Everything you say, people will be agreeing with it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You love to hear that. I don't
2: know how to cut a clip, but if I did, I'd cut it.
1: <laughs> I'll cut it. I work here. Um, but okay, so uh, Schmidt's going to get this opportunity at work. The Googe is back. You you have two incorrect takes uh, that are going to get exposed here. One is I think you said the Googe was out.
2: I thought the Gooch was out. You know, the googe probably costs pretty penny per episode. Googe's still here. I thought that was done that she just like it seemed the relationship was completely done after uh, they, they basically said it was done last episode. Like, all right, we're done. And then uh, she's just back and not even I don't even know what's happening. Like, yeah, yeah. The good sh- shocker that she's back, honestly. I
1: agree. I think let's see if we can hammer out this whole Schmidt plot uh, and meet at the loft at the end. We'll see how this works. So he's going to get this work opportunity. Pitch to him. I do love the high five about them bingity, going bingity-bangity, and that made me laugh. Uh, that was very How I Met Your Mother energy. But um, she, there's this vitamin vodka, which I actually think is a pretty good idea, double V, mm-hmm. and he's going to get this opportunity to pitch, and if he goes well, he gets this huge promotion. Come in your best suit. This is one of, I think, my favorite gags in New Girl, where he's going through the binder of <laughs> suit, filled, Filled with his best suits and is like, wasted project, huh, Nick?
2: <laughs> Pretty funny. You didn't love it? No, I liked it.
1: All right, so basically, we find out that CeCe dumped Robbie. Is it, how uh, upsetting is it to get dumped and not even get a breakup episode if you're the actor?
2: It is very weird that this happened off screen. I'm stunned. It is, it is poor, like, uh, Again, is was Robbie unavailable? Like they couldn't have one breakup scene, of even a flashback. That's ten seconds. Terrible job by New Girl. Not impressed.
1: Um. All right. So you're not impressed, but basically, uh, Robbie also wasn't impressed that. Yeah, or not she, that really I miss CC. Robbie so
2: much, but like, you know,
1: I agree. It it felt like he was more significant to just get told like, oh, he freaked out when I told him I wanted to get pregnant. Also, like. He they set him up to be the nice guy, and the nice guy doesn't freak out and not is not able to communicate. Like I thought, it wasn't true to his character that he would be like hamana hamna hamana when she like told him about this. But basically, he said he ghosted her, which I feel like is not in character for Robbie.
2: Um, R- Robbie ghosting Cece sounds impossible. I get, th- I believe that he could have been scared off by the kids. But listen, like, if you're Robbie and cc is like hey the only way we're having we're staying together is if we're fast tracking this you fast track it you know
1: yeah i mean again <laughs> like that was you'll, a never thing to say. you'll never do better
2: you'll never do better you're not ready for kids we'll get ready
1: <laughs> you're not in the mood for details you get in the mood yeah exactly um so yeah i agree but whatever okay robbie's dead to us fine he's gone schmidt is ready to come in declare his love for Cece kind of aligns perfectly where we left off a couple episodes ago where like Schmidt has this realization. He loves Cece kind of nothing happens the next episode. Um, And then he Or I guess that was just last week (laughs) time flies. Um, He is going to declare his love with the pigeon and the let's have kids right now. Cece says like, okay, we'll talk about the Jewish thing, but I want to know what you think is going through Cece's mind here.
2: It's tricky because you almost think like, well, she's got to say yes, right? But also, like, we're not going to see like Schmidt and Cece like pair off at the beginning of season two. Uh, I guess they're looking to give her an out here. It, does, I mean, it's a little surprising. Like Schmidt is pretty sincere that he's into her, uh, so it's confusing that she says no.
1: So here's what I see in this moment after fifteen thousand watches of this episode. Cece is asking is like making these excuses like oh my mom's gonna hate you she hates Jews very funny line I think well not funny because of the rise of anti-semitism going on in the world Mm -hmm. but funny amongst friends of Jews uh that everyone hates Jews. she's in the majority um but it doesn't seem like Cece and maybe Cece is going through like the trauma of this information of what's going on with her health and that she's like only thinking in like, a sort of business-minded, I'm on the clock way. But it does not seem like Schmidt's feelings are at all reciprocated from CeCe. This feels like a very business transaction. She's interviewing him. Do you really love me? You're serious? You want to have kids? Like, okay, this is my best option. I don't feel, like, elation or happiness from CeCe. Like, her dreams have been answered. A guy who I love wants to have kids with me.
2: Yeah, I'm with you. I think there is no... Um... Like there's no re- there's no reciprocity at all. She's just like, hmm, what's going on here? I'm gonna I'm gonna interview you, but I don't think uh, there's a chance that I'm gonna agree with you.
1: And in that way, I have always been frustrated by this scene where like the Googe makes him take shots of vodka to like prove his dedication. There's still this weird sexual energy coming from her, even though she's the one who like rationally broke it off that it wasn't working for her. So I don't really buy that she would like get him drunk. And I worked in alcohol marketing for a summer. It's not how it happens. Like that was not my experience in in alcohol marketing. But um, I don't mind that they take sort of a stupid way to get CC to reject Schmidt because I don't think her feelings are there here and that she needs to reject Schmidt. I don't think it would be satisfying to watch another a half a season of them trying to get pregnant while she's not really that into it.
2: Yeah, no, for sure. By the um, way, the Googe is the, is one of my great nicknames of all time. Like her friends I'm, are probably calling her the Googe now.
1: i Think there's a slight chance that people have called her the Googe before, but I credit you, I honor it, and I—the best way I can do to show that I accept it is to use it naturally. Yeah,
2: I agree. I don't think her friends. I wish she was like a little less famous so we could ask her. She's got less than a million Instagram followers. It's possible if we damned her, she'd answer.
1: Take a swing. Should I do it from the Art Rap account so at least it's a like five thousand followers? Rob'll be so
2: mad. No, do it from yours.
1: Well, oh, he's gonna be mad at the because you I he won't be mad, but
2: like I don't I don't think it's like our place to. To like use a non-RHP podcast and like harass celebrities.
1: I've been tagging left and right, but only when people people ask me a question about Who Weekly. People ask me a question about. You're Good saying like morning. Yeah. And I've been when I talk about them, I've been tagging those people because I'm like, I've got a semi-legitimate account here. I can keep bang, bang, bang. That's funny. People. That's funny. But I agree. I'm not going. I'm not posting on the grid. I'm not getting wild.
2: Yeah. Can Can you DM Carlo Gugino and say, Does anybody ever call you the Gooch?
1: Feels like more of a you thing than a me thing.
2: But I th- she's more likely to answer. I think you probably have more Instagram followers and um I don't know. I
1: don't use Instagram. I'm private and I have like two followers.
2: Oh, you're private? Well, I like I've posted once and I have. I'm sure you have more followers than me. I this Feels like a job
1: from for Av. Av, could you message the goods for us? <laughs> <The> Av? <What?
2: laughs> oh, cuz he like messages a lot of celebrities?
1: <laughs> no, I just it's the first person I thought of. <laughs> just, uh, like, well they do the listens. the, the,
2: the Curb podcast does have a lot of guests nowadays. So it's just one more celebrity for them to ask. That's you fair. know
1: who it's a really job for a producer
2: of our podcast. Oh yeah, Kelly, can you take care of this? <laughs> see, what am I doing? We don't give her any work. She comes on the show. Let's see if she big times us or if she asks the goose. She does great. She
1: does great work for the show. I don't think you should of. No, that. I'm not.
2: I'm not uh, like negating what Kelly does, but I think this is a clear job for her. You're right.
1: All right, so that ends. Uh, Matt Stewart says, what should Schmidt have done when the Googe, he didn't say the Gouge, but I'm saying the Gouge, started getting him to drink? Is there a way that the Kiev man would have navigated that situation at work better than the Schmidt?
2: Well, it would be, yeah, the idea of like someone like forcing me to drink at work. I don't know. Uh, I don't know how I would, how I would uh, really respond. I, Schmidt, I mean, I'm surprised Schmidt isn't like into it. He's not really going along with it. Well,
1: he went along with it. I think he would normally be fine, except that he had a commitment to, like, go see CeCe afterwards.
2: True. That's true.
1: Not cool. I think we would navigate it by not working at a place like that, because that's not mm-hmm. a real workplace, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> um, but all right. Now, do you think, Would you want to re-up your guess? Are we done with the Googe after this?
2: I'm going to say we will see her again in the series.
1: Don't That's sleep on the googe, says Keith. Don't sleep on the googe, yeah. <laughs> don't sleep on the googe. Put that on the tote, please. Uh, don't we? Put that on the we tote.
2: have our own new girl podcast. I know you were in five episodes, and uh, this is, is that like, your off? This, this is Chester emailing. Oh. I guess off. it could be off too. We were wondering, uh, does anyone ever call you the googe? Uh, by the way, big fan of the television show Roadies. Do you know oh, Roadies? Jet. I love Jet. Jet, we are Jet. I well, she's Jet. Jet. She's Jet and Jet. Um, this is amazing uh every show she's in she's in for uh 10 or less episodes she's never just she's actually a big entourage person so you've just
1: spoiled yourself on that she's no i I skipped
2: over new girl i skipped over new girl i didn't see it (laughs) i mean i know it's not like 30 because it would have popped out she's never been she's like on every tv show in the world but never like hey i'm a series regular
1: all right well how many times have you been a series regular
2: she is crushing me. Not You're an actor. Barely a
1: series regular on RJP. Yeah.
2: Oh, listen, <laughs> she. I'm not an actor, and she played Sydney St. James on Falcon Crest. Do you know Falcon <laughs> Crest?
1: I don't know Falcon. Falcon Crest. Falcon Crest
2: was like either oh, a soap opera or like a Saturday Night type of drama, set in the vineyards of California. This primetime soap opera. Yeah, it was am pri- I'm. I'm right in both. I'm like two for two. It was a soap opera and it was like a Saturday Night Show. Uh, featured the conflict within the powerful Geo family, owners of the vast Falcon Crest Winery. Lorenzo Lamas is in 228 episodes of Falcon Crest.
1: All right. So getting back to the show, yes.
2: the show being Falcon Crest.
1: <laughs> so we we're at the bar and, um, I guess we should ask you what you think is going on with Schmidt and CC. Cece now CC's done. She's going to go get set up by her mother. Are we done with the relationship between CC and Schmidt? Do you think this was, I know you've said that you think the will there won't they will lean, won't they? Yeah. Are we done with that?
2: For now, I don't. I don't think we're going to be back next episode. Um, but I, I think there will be a, a lot more Robbies, and perhaps the next one will be someone her parents set her up with.
1: Okay, um, we shall see if that is correct. Um, another thing. Well, all right. So then we let's talk about thirsty. Thirsty Mendelssohn. We're at the mm-hmm. bar. Great. Nick name. is kind of being a little creepy, talking to uh, her from across the bar. Um, Matt Stewart says, "Is Mendelssohn definitely?" Jewish. I love this conversation with Schmidt. <laughs> and, and oh, you made her Jewish. Thirsty? Well, her last name is Mendelssohn. She's Jewish. Is that true? Is it a I, universal truth?
2: Yeah, I think Mendelssohn is mostly a Jewish name, but um, th- I've never met a Jewish thirsty, to be fair.
1: I think you do have to watch out for the last name because a parent could, one parent could not be Jewish. I guess that would be most likely. Well, no, one parent could uh not be jewish and that's the last name so you could have a jewish last name and not be jewish you could have a non-jewish last name and be jewish you could have converted uh as this is a storyline on real housewives of new york do you know that one of the housewives is converting having an orthodox conversion Who? on roni this season what's their name leah leah what don't ask me google Rony leah and you'll find wow her.
2: i had no idea I was gonna say Beethoven. Do you um, get
1: alerted to every Orthodox conversion happening in New York? Is there like a a, no, a website, a Reddit no, thread?
2: No, you're not even spo- like you know you're supposed to let those people live. Um, Which what people? Like people are converting. You're not supposed to like make a big deal out of it. Let them do what they want.
1: Well, I mean, she's she's talking about it. All I'm saying is she's talking about it on the TV show.
2: Yeah. Well, that person. Yeah, that you could talk about. Um, no, I don't know her. I don't know her, but um, good for her.
1: I didn't think you did know her. I just was telling you.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, there's no website. There's no, like, uh, <laughs> like blog list.
1: <laughs> you should start one. Should we change NGOG to just, like...
2: Who's Jewish? Talking
1: to people about who's having an Orthodox conversion? Mm-hmm.
2: Most famous converts. Uh, Ivanka Trump.
1: All right, let's move on. <laughs> Isla so- Fisher.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Natasha so- Leggero. Yeah,
1: okay. On. So, um... I love that conversation because it's so true to life. Like, I feel like I've had that conversation with my mom a million times about someone. So I say, I've had that conversation with you. I'll like send you someone on a dating app and you'll be like, that guy's not Jewish. And I'm like, he, he says he is like, what do you want me to do? Well, just the name
2: I'm judging by the name. Like, Oh yeah. Right, that's
1: why this conversation was funny. Is like,
2: mm-hmm.
1: it's very, very true that Schmidt for the non-Jews out there. Very true. That someone would be like, if her name is Mendelssohn, she's Jewish. <laughs>
2: Can, um, I bet her
1: first name is Rachel. I love that, that
2: line. Can we um, can we tell the story that happened to you this week?
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> That's an amazing story. Uh, no, we can't. Um, okay, but I'll leave that teaser in. Okay. Or maybe I won't. So uh, Nick's got this whole thing, never crossed the bar. And then we get a lot of flashbacks. My favorite one here is neither of you have the right bra for this. when <laughs> Two women are fighting. It's funny. Um, what do you think of Nick's rule never cross
2: the bar so I'm not a big bar guy so I don't know if this is a thing I know it's like guys hitting on female bartenders and giving big tips to try and get noticed I, I'm sure it works the other way but I, I'm not like super familiar with the stereotype as like the podcast resident drinker can you explain <laughs>
1: I, I have not had a bartender cross the bar I have crossed the bar One of the best nights I ever had at a friend's birthday, I don't know how I ended up behind the bar pouring drinks, which don't do that in New York City, people. That's a surefire way to get kicked the hell out of the bar, but right place at the right time. So as a as a patron, if you are invited to cross the bar, I recommend it. Uh, But yeah, I can't relate to this at all. I mean, it's just like an excuse for Nick to be weird, which I think is effective.
2: Um. Yeah. I, I. I don't know. Like. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's. It's interesting. All bar culture is foreign to me.
1: Are you with us, Cave? Do, do I'm you with you. A break? I'm with you. Are you with us? All right. I'm.
2: I'm. It's a little late, but I'm very. I'm very. Keith, with this you. is the
1: earliest we've ever recorded a podcast. I
2: know, but it's also my third of the day, and I had a very long day. My wife, who never really leaves me with the kids, left me with the boys all day. So I was like working, doing that three podcasts. It's been a day.
1: I can't believe we did. First of all, I burned dinner. Kids- you got a hot pocket that was left in the oven
2: too long what do you mean you burned dinner well i was like working and she and she left and i didn't hear what she said <laughs> she, so i she burned left. The po- i burned the pasta <laughs> you burned
1: pasta yeah was it a bake or you like burned it in the pot all the like i left it, it
2: i left it she left it on and i noticed when like the pot started screaming and it was like the noodles were were like un- un- unusable at that point
1: like it was a boiling pot of water and yeah, it the noodles all were in the water.
2: It, like, evaporated and got, like, burned.
1: When you say you didn't hear what she said, you mean, like, you didn't hear her say, like, I left dinner on, check it basically, after X minutes? Or you knew yeah, check there was X something minutes. on the like, stove I thought and I had, it was like, pasta and water and you time. left it for a half hour anyway? See, <laughs> you I don't need it, to yeah. hear instructions when someone says there's pasta. I <laughs> <laughs> I know, but oh, I was poor Mara. Now. And anyway...
2: Then I then she comes home. The kids haven't even eaten. it's a whole a whole mess.
1: So what'd you do? So you had no backup. You couldn't like order a pizza. I could to, have. You know, no I could have. Hand. But
2: I had to. I had like work. I had to, I had like meetings and stuff. And the kids weren't really hungry. So then they were like, "We're gonna watch Phineas and Ferb while you have your meetings." And then she, they came home, and she's like, "All right, time for bed." They're like, "Now we're hungry."
1: Kids, kids watch themselves these days. Like, yeah. what did you actually do with your kids today?
2: Nothing, nothing. But it was the stress of having to watch them. That's I, I messed up.
1: I would have known because I would have gotten fifteen unusable banana minutes, and I didn't get a single clip. So I don't think you spent more than
2: fifteen minutes did, of Facetime with your kid. It, no, there was no Facetime because I had meetings <laughs> and podcasts, and I sort of like. Put them in a room and said, you could watch TV today. It's special TV day. And they were thrilled. The thing about kids, TV especially if they don't watch TV a lot, they could watch like six hours of shows before they pop up for air. You know, how
1: is that the thing about kids? That's the thing about human beings these days.
2: Totally. Totally.
1: All right. Well, I think
2: well, they think like, hey, everyone forgot about us. Like if we go out and ask for like, a, you know, some more pasta, then they're going to like they're going to remember that we we're, you know, on our six of, uh, of TV
1: or any pasta at all. Um, well, our, all right. Well, our heart goes out to Mara today, <laughs> um, but I hope she did something uh, nice for herself at the time. Um, but knowing mom's probably not. It's probably selfless. OK, so what do you think of Al- Olivia Munn as a guest star here playing Thirsty Mendelssohn?
2: You know, Olivia Munn is controversial. I feel like a lot of people don't think she's a great actress. Uh, but this is a good role for her.
1: Okay, concise thoughts.
2: Right? I mean, do you have an Olivia Munn take?
1: I don't, like, when I think, I think you nailed it. Like, I think when I think Olivia Munn, perhaps unfairly, I don't feel like I like her. But I think she has a great, like, she does, she plays this character perfectly well in this episode.
2: Yeah, I don't think she's, like, disastrous, but...
1: No, the, certainly uh, not disastrous. The
2: newsroom is maybe the worst television show of all time, and she's one of the main parts of that. I don't know. She's in, like, a lot of bad stuff, I feel like. Um, but uh, here, she's good. This is, like, uh, she's punching her weight here. She could do well here.
1: Do you know what's very interesting? And and we both now are big fans of a show, a podcast called Who Weekly. Have you kept up with Who Weekly, Akiva? Absolutely. You stopped tweeting, texting me I, about
2: it. Uh, no, because I feel like I'm bothering you. I, I still listen.
1: No, I message you first now about it. No,
2: yeah, no, I, I do. I listen. I have a lot of takes. Who are the who's who are the them's who's famous? Who's like, a you know, a real celebrity and who's a fake celebrity? She
1: so you knows very interesting about Olivia Munn and I don't know what they would say. If she's a who or them. I'm sure mm-hmm. they've discussed it. I'm not trying to take their bit. We're not going to talk about that. But what mm-hmm. it made me think of is like a perfect metric for us just as individuals of who's a who and who's a them and listen to their podcast. If you want to know more about what that means. Um, we're not taking an their listenership. On them? They don't care. No, is if I don't have to IMDb debags them. Like, yeah. Oh, it's Olivia Munn starred Or I don't even have to say like Olivia Munn from X Y or Z. Like I feel like the Googe. I was like the Googe from Entourage is this character. Like just as a very small NGOG only metric, it's like when someone's a guest star and I don't have to say I don't have to include in my notes what they were from. I just say Olivia Munn. But it's weird because I look through her and you obviously can't because you'll see if she's in any more episodes or if this was a standalone. Um, I don't really know anything else. I don't know that I've even seen her in anything else. But for me personally, she's a them. I know who she is by face and name.
2: Yeah, well, she dated Aaron Rodgers. That was a big thing. And um, But
1: I knew who she was before that.
2: She's like famous, but she's one of those people whose her name is more well known than maybe her body of work.
1: Yeah, I think that's right.
2: Mm hmm. She's a celebrity.
1: Um, where does she rank for you in terms of um, famous guest stars? So I think right now we have... Uh,
2: I need to really look at the list. Who
1: did we just... Rep- we just had someone very famous, and now I forget.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, she's ahead of the good. She's, she's ahead of uh, June Day and Rayfield.
1: Is she ahead of Natasha Leone and or Justin Long?
2: That's a good question. Yes, ahead of Justin Long. Um, name recognition, like Natasha Lyonne, like if the Oscars could only invite one of them next year, they're probably, or like the Emmys or whatever, like, you know what I mean? Like, hey, we need Natasha a Natasha Lyonne's
1: more like A-list.
2: She's not, more, she's yeah. not A-list or at prestige. all, but she's like, she's yeah, sorry, she's, she's prestige. prestige and she's like more now than Olivia Munn, but lifetime olivia munn beats natasha leone
1: if the vmas could only invite one person they're inviting olivia munn
2: there's a discussion here it's like a, <laughs> they have you know what i mean it's like you probably but they're like they they discuss both ways
1: actually justin long might be brought back up in the conversation yeah, sure. also the All very three famous of them
2: are, are are at least getting discussed
1: the the famous people i forgot were um rob reiner we never talked about how you killed off uh rob reiner um and jamie lee curtis i think she's behind jamie lee curtis and rob reiner yeah because even for gen z i don't know that olivia Munn is so famous yeah I, I
2: don't have a problem with saying jamie lee curtis is number one i have no problem with that. i think that's accurate jamie lee curtis was like a. Legitimate are you suggesting
1: star. that olivia Munn is more famous than rob reiner
2: I th- yeah, because the kids don't know who who Rob Reiner is.
1: But I don't think the kids, re- like the Gen Z kids, don't really know who Olivia Munn is, and I think the millennials know who Rob Reiner is.
2: Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Jamie Lee Curtis is one in our power rankings.
1: Well, it's worth a conversation. You're gonna get added by the NGOG group. is very fun, very great group of people, but they get mad when you fudge the celebrities, which I respect. Stand, yeah, stand for something.
2: I'll stay I'll I'll, I'll defend myself here.
1: Okay, well, I look forward to seeing you mix it up in the chat for once. All right, let's get to uh, the rest of this storyline. Did you like the storyline between Nick and Thirsty?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's worth it. Like, I don't. It didn't like hundred percent work for me, but I think it's like let's try something. It definitely felt fresh and original. It was a little wild. The one thing I don't like is when the when like she has to save his life when the when the husband or boyfriend or whatever comes to kill him. That felt a little too cartoony. Like, really, his life is on the line in season two, episode nine of this show. Come on.
1: I also said in my notes that even the fight that Thirsty gets into, Angie is the character's name, but that Thirsty gets into mm-hmm. with her boyfriend is very cartoonish there where he like gets up and is like, well, then I'm leaving. You know, it's like very overdone, but mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, it's fine. It's like true to the moment. The whole thing from Nick, like I never crossed the bar to the end is very cartoony. Interesting here, we find out that Angie slash Thirsty is a stripper. I do love the little gag of, like, I know someone at work that can stitch him up, and it's at a strip club, not at a hospital. Mm -hmm. Um, But Nick seems to take issue with Thirsty being a stripper, right? He's like, oh, you take tickets here? Like, what do you actually do here? He he doesn't just accept that she's a stripper. Is that true to Nick's character that we know of so far? Was it a surprise to you that he, like, has some issue with it?
2: I... Does, like, does he really have an issue or is he surprised? Um, I'm not surprised. No, Nick isn't like, uh, you know, whatever you do, man, that's fine. I, I think it's not surprising that he would have a little bit of an issue with it.
1: Um, what do you do with but, the
2: strip club? You, you take tickets or like yeah. whatever?
1: So uh, Thirsty ends up coming back for him to hang out. She crosses the bar. She kisses Nick. Do we see Thirsty again or was this sort of... A, a fever dream moment for Nick and
2: thirsty uh the Seinfeld rule aside it's like on re- on most decent shows if you end on a good note you see the person again and like Seinfeld breaks it sometimes but other than that like the rules always like yeah you end on a good note that person comes back unless the show's just trash
1: there's a little, I mean girls, one of my favorite episodes of girls that it's just so crazy is like a bottle episode at a guy's apartment for like a one night stand that Hannah has. And like, as far as I remember, don't at me, uh, you can at me. I like this audience. You guys can at me. It's okay. Don't make me regret that, but uh, just kidding. The, the, I just had a, a mental break. Um, Hannah goes in, she has this whole interaction, she leaves. I'm pretty sure you never see or hear from that guy again. Yeah,
2: but yeah, okay. So that episode, it's meant to be like such a standalone that it's like, all right, this is going to be over. It's almost like non-canonical. I know what you're talking about.
1: Yeah, that's what this that's could different. be to me, right? Is that can you is you a sort Seinfeld,
2: of? Can I ask you well, a Seinfeld look, question? Finish just one second one
1: on yeah. that, and then yes, is that is it going to be like which are the only girlfriends that like have more than one episode?
2: Not exactly.
1: Okay, Ballpark, but it's like but not exactly. to me, like that's what if we we either see thirsty again or that's what this is. He's almost completely divorced from the rest of the group. He doesn't really talk to her about what, or to anyone else about what's going on with her except for at the very beginning and has this like totally almost anti new girl storyline with him and it ends with like the kiss of him crossing, it's almost full circle, right? Like I cross the bar, she crosses the bar. It could go away or she could come back. That's that's what it would have to be. But okay, what is the Seinfeld question?
2: Yeah, which girlfriend does Jerry have with that he never that he never breaks up with, he ends the episode on good terms and she's never heard from again? And you could I'll take my answer offline if you don't want to turn this into a whole side film
1: No, I'm, I mean, what do, what do we care? Um, is it, it's not the girl from the trip, the Simon, Ben and Robbins, Oppenheimer, Taft, because they have that fight on the trip.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes, there is no there is no clear end to this relationship that I'm discussing.
1: I feel like I know this, because I think you have asked me this
2: before. I don't think we've talked about it, but... In fact, Rob and I had the actress on, and I asked her this question.
1: Oh, well, now you gave it away. Did I? Because I knew who you had on, but now I know the exact circumstance of the breakup. It ends, they're just making out. It's Lois.
2: From the race?
1: It's Lois. Yeah. <laughs> that's her name um
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, but no that's a good trivia question yeah because it ends like maybe I will Lois maybe mm-hmm. I will or whatever all right good trivia from Kiwi good hint it got me it got me there I had I, to I didn't know, I did not know how
2: you knew that we had her on the show because I don't even <laughs> remember her name
1: I remember very strange things
2: I, like I do not even remember having we didn't have like a lot of guests sometimes if we like I'd ask the writers sometimes if they were on Twitter but some of the writers are older and not on and like oh so you know. would
1: add Seinfeld people, but you won't for NGOG at the Gouge. I will for
2: NGOG. You've never asked me to. I will. But at I, just
1: the, have... I asked you on this very four, 45 minutes ago. I'll go ask I the googe
2: There's more likely, I think, a woman with more followers gets an answer here than me.
1: I don't care about getting the answer. I care about you putting forth the effort.
2: I will put forth the effort. If there's a male googe, I'll ask him. <laughs> okay. Or another person. I just think it's like a weird... I think there's a better chance you get the answer. I don't have like right. my picture up even... Wait. Um... I don't know why I say wait. What are we talking about?
1: (laughs) So let's go to the last storyline, which is the titular storyline, the bathtub. Um, So Winston over a fake conversation about Prince songs. Did you clock that Prince reference?
2: Yes. Uh,
1: Winston confesses he wants a bathtub.
2: Imagine you were like a fan of the show and then they just start talking about you also. Probably weird. I mean,
1: do you think. Prince has a reaction to that. Like pr- Prince no. is Prince. He's mentioned on like everything in the right. world. It's like
2: it's like if I you ever like listen to an RHP podcast, then you get mentioned, and it's like
1: I used to listen to one where I got mentioned every day,
2: but I that's stopped true. listening. But you know what I'm talking about? Like you get mentioned, and maybe the first time is like that's so weird they're talking me on a podcast, and now like I don't even notice. You know what I mean?
1: I never thought it was weird. I was always excited. But I get I take I point. didn't think it was weird.
2: But it's like if you were a fan of a podcast and all of a sudden your name comes up. Like if they just started talking about Ali Lasher on Who Weekly, you'd be like, this is insane.
1: Yes. But agreed. it's possible. I've had it more when I uh, Molly Block has called in a question on Who Weekly and they've played it. And I recognized her voice and was like, oh, my God, Molly's on Who Weekly. Like she yeah. didn't tell me. Mm-hmm. Um, but OK. So Remy returns. Chloe G says "In uh, episode 12, you predicted that Remy would not return.
2: Yeah, I didn't think we'd see Remy again, and now I think we're going to see him a lot. Remy, the horny, horny landlord.
1: Yeah, Kelly asked what we think of the continued threesome line. She likes it. I think if we see him again and it's still about the threesome, I, I think it's jumped the shark after I this agree. episode.
2: I agree. It was. It's a very funny callback, but even like the second time in this episode, it was yes. annoying. So a yes. third time will be very annoying. I think we're on to- the same page here.
1: Totally agree. I like the the callback of Remy having to come in again to get her out of the closet. But the fact that they all they have for him to do is to make a a very, like, mm-hmm. not great joke about the threesome. Yeah. I agree. It was funny the first time. The Funny in that episode. Funny when he comes to fix the damage that the bathtub caused. Waiting on me at the end of the episode. And now I'm out if he comes back. Yes. Now,
2: if, like, Jess or somebody goes downstairs and, like, two people scurry out. Like, a man and a woman scurry out and he's, like, buttoning up his pants. Then I'd say, like, all right, that's at least a different spin on it the next time. You know what I mean?
1: We have room. We will allow room for visual jokes, for physical comedy, Mm -hmm. but we're done with the overt asks. Yes.
2: Yeah, we're done with the ask. No means no, Remy.
1: Okay. So uh, I forgot to say that they get the hot tub on the roof. The plan is have the hot tub on the roof, then sneak it into the loft. Why are we filling the hot tub on the roof? Or, sorry, the bathtub?
2: The bathtub on the roof because they... Well, they right? You mean like the point is to sneak in? Why does it need to be snuck in with water? Is that your yeah, question? Why, why is it? Full? Doesn't make any I mean, sense. <laughs> Maybe it was explained in the episode and I missed it, but it doesn't make any sense to me.
1: But it does destroy all of Schmidt's suits, leaving him with honestly, I thought a very funny suit with a lightning bolt on the back from his summer collection.
2: Yeah, it's wild.
1: Um. But okay, uh, Winston and Jess concoct a scheme, very sort of sitcom scheme, to fake a robbery for the insurance. Uh, meth heads have broken in and take all of his suits. They do not take the douche jar. They do not take anything from Jess's room. Um, what do you, uh, what did you think of this, like, this scheme?
2: Uh, I think it's very outlandish, but it is funny. I don't totally understand, like, how it plays. Like, Schmitz just coming, going with them still tied up or whatever. Uh, Like, he never watches the footage from that night, right? It's a little, like, uh, ham-fisted, but it is funny.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't love uh jess's like meth it looks like a meth sandwich to me like i that really wore on me but i liked giving winston more to do i liked his little the willies thing His taking the clothes off we get a, a call back to him like you get to know winston a little bit more i appreciated that i think there were some laughs there from him i really didn't love jess in this for whatever reason sorry actually not for whatever reason i told you the reason um yeah i think what they're trying to get you to imagine is he's got the security cameras then he leaves to go address the stuff with cc and in that time they handle the camera thing like whether they destroyed or whatever they say there's been a second robbery they came back with your laundered suits now they've taken the douchebag jar and tied us up it really doesn't hang together but i think it works because schmidt's so dejected when he gets back after the cc breakup that like whatever about the suits which really shows you how much he cares about cc
2: mm-hmm yeah, um, the I I love how many suits, How like Schmidt must have a lot of money. I don't know, like he everything he has is so expensive and he has so many of them.
1: I don't know how much like saving Schmidt is doing. Like I think he makes a lot of money or a decent amount, especially like, compared to the people in the loft. But he does strike me as the guy who's like spending everything he makes now. But I don't know, maybe that's not true. That's just mm-hmm. where I'm at.
2: Uh, uh, we yeah, he definitely bananas. spends everything he makes, but he also has to like make something to to get there.
1: Oh, absolutely! But um, we get a bananas name check. Uh, Jess says she's straight up bananas.
2: Um, is this like the new uh, bear thing?
1: Bear, yeah, I'm tracking banana references. Tracking bananas. Um, but all right, so everything kind of comes back. We talked about it. Uh, Winston comes forward and says, "I want a tub." Schmidt just says, "Like fine." What do you think? Do they ever get the tub? Is the tub in the bathroom moving forward?
2: I think there will be a tub, yes. There will be tub. It's a sequel to there <laughs> Will. There will be tub. Blood.
1: Uh, Producer Kelly says, is the dry cleaning the first we've seen of spending douchebag dollars? Do you think there will be another time we see the money spent?
2: I think we will see the money spent. Uh, it is funny that they're spending the douchebag jar on this, but yeah, I think we'll do it again.
1: So we talked about Angie. Matt Stewart says, do we see Robbie again? We got an off-air breakup. Do we think I, Robbie I do. returns?
2: I, unless there's like a story like he was horrible behind the scenes. Like, it's very... maybe. they just, Like, again, my point is maybe they didn't have him right now. Sometimes these guys, like if you're not a big name, are cast literally the day or two before the episode airs. So it could just be logistical. But I'm, I'm going to say we do see him again. But this was shocking that they just broke up off-air like this.
1: What is the context for Robbie return? Because... If Cece got ghosted in the throes of like the most important emotional thing she's gone through this far, maybe he the decides show. he
2: wants kids. Maybe I mean, maybe they try and have kids later.
1: It seems hard to rebound from a, a ghosting an on-off air breakup that they mm-hmm. go back together. But
2: yeah, who would ever get back to, back together with someone who ghosted them? No one. <laughs> <I know. laughs> oh
1: my god, that was absolutely brutal. <laughs> And I could have let it lie, but I I just, whew, okay. Let me take the knife out of my front, not even in the back. Uh, Producer Kelly, who won the episode? You want to hear the choices first, or you want to tell us what you and Mara said first?
2: Uh, By the way, a a breaking tweet from Robbie who says, uh, Lashley teases a surprise guest, and Keeve26 appears on your screen, not Missy. In my defense, I also thought Missy was going to be a surprise guest until I got Uh, The message saying uh, you have to come on the Zoom. So I also Um, disappointed it wasn't Missy.
1: That's very funny. Um, Yeah, I I saw Missy this weekend. I could have recorded something, I didn't think about it.
2: (laughs) Anyway, what was your question?
1: Uh, Do you want to know who? Av also threw uh, someone in. So we have Av from the editing room, producer Kelly, and Matt Stewart's picks for who won the episode, or we could hear you and Mera what you guys thought first.
2: I forgot to ask her last night and I asked her before uh she went to sleep and she said I don't remember the episode.
1: So she didn't she love was, the
2: episode. She uh, she was doing my daughter's nails. My daughter came in it was a little awkward to watch her the, the episode with her my 15-year-old who had never seen the show before. And um This she, episode
1: is very 15-year-old appropriate?
2: I know. There was like there was some like innuendo and stuff. Um, She's but 15 anyway,
1: years old, Akima.
2: It's true, but you know what? They weren't paying attention. She was doing my daughter's nails, and they were not watching. They didn't even have their faces to the screen.
1: Okay, so who who do you think won the episode, or do you want to hear the rationale from yeah, our let me, let me hear the, the guests,
2: and then I'll tell them, I'll I'll give the right answer.
1: Okay, so producer Kelly says gotta be Schmidt. This episode is so light on the laughs. The only funny moments I can think of are when Schmidt is talking about Rachel Mendelson at the bar and trying to hug Nick in the bathroom. Plus Schmidt showed some emotional growth by telling Cece he loved her and was ready to have a family with her. So even though that didn't work out, I think we give it to him. Av says Schmidt loses Cece, but wins the episode for the binders full of Schmidt and his casual dismissal of Cece's mom's anti-Semitism because everyone hates Jews. That's a Mo telling you that that was OK. Uh, Matt Stewart says MVP is Schmidt three Schmidt's showing all cherries here. He was delivering funny lines throughout the episode while also being the emotional side of the episode, even if he dealt with the work situation very poorly.
2: By the way, do you think that's true? We shouldn't get it too far into it. Do you think the majority of people hate Jews in the world? I,
1: I, I hope that that's not true.
2: Probably not true, but it's scary that maybe it is um, also Indianism. Probably not a thing.
1: Yeah, no, Uh, Schmidt when Schmidt is like the victim of something offensive, he gives it right back immediately. uh,
2: Immediately. Um My MVP of this ep, I think is Schmidt. I just think like he deals with the punches well here. There isn't like this was this was one of the episodes in the last like ten or fifteen that I laughed the least. It wasn't bad. It was just like bang, 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 bang. I'd say I'd eat your hair out of a bowl. Right. Doesn't he say that to CC?
1: He does say that. I, I think, look, I, I think there's not a clear winner. I think Schmidt is the biggest loser of all coming out of the episode. Mm-hmm. So I can't give it to him. But I, I respect I the you. four of your opinions. I give right, it to I, like, he's the here. I'm saying
2: funniest. Yeah.
1: No, no. Fair enough. But when he's not funny well, well, enough Well, you know to what's me, funny? I
2: respect what your parents created. That's funny, too.
1: He's not funny enough to me to surmount what a tremendous loss i mean like he he hits i think winston and nick have as many funny lines to me as schmidt does even if it's not like the highest highs like they're they're still medium funny so i actually give the win to cc here because i like a cc's getting a ton of character development she's actually getting some meaty story she has to carry the the weight of the breakup with robbie without having to see the scene and she's dealing with some serious crap, and I like that she doesn't just settle for Schmidt and, and calls your mom. So I'm giving Cece the win. Understandable why the trio of our peers gave it to Schmidt and you did as well. Uh, yeah. we ready for the Gardner Minute? By th-
2: yes, by the way, Winston, this is one of the best Winston episodes. He has a legitimate storyline and is not just like fed, uh, you know, like extra pieces and, and really is one of the main characters in this episode.
1: Totally agree. Um, all right. So let's get a minute on the clock for our friend Keeve. Um, let's see. I'm going to do a random. Okay. So a minute is set on the clock. Are you ready?
2: Can I tell you how tired I am?
1: You can, but this is not part of the Garner Minute. Not
2: part of the garnerment, Minute. Not part of the garnerment. Minute. I'm just telling you how tired I am. First of all, I'm surprised my Instagram still loads after how many uh, stories I got going on here. <laughs> um, but what I was gonna say is, uh, I thought when you said the Garner minute, I'm like, oh, banana. Do we even have something about banana? I thought you were talking about the banana minute.
1: Okay. Mix well, we have a little something for that. But let's start with Garner. So here we go, Kiev. Minute on the clock. Three, two, one.
2: So Jennifer Garner. Uh, we haven't talked about her in two weeks. So she when when the Oscars happened. She posted congratulations to all the nominees. Go get them. And then she posted a picture of herself from two thousand eight at the Oscars. Has she not been back to the Oscars in thirteen years, or is she just like happiest with how she looked in two thousand eight? That was something I was wondering this week. Uh, what if loved for a- you
1: to do a little digging on that? That was an easily Googleable thing. Mm-hmm.
2: But I'd rather. Then she posted a flip book of somebody twerking. And wrote, uh, when it comes to twerking, this is probably as far as I should take it, hashtag International Dance Day.
1: she throwing it back or twerking? The stick figure.
2: She said twerking. Who am I to argue with with the Garns? Um and then uh she posted something. Uh by the way, top commenter Jenny Connor. You know about the Jenny Connor, Lena Dunham stuff? It's crazy, right?
1: I you don't know about it.
2: Alright, they don't speak anymore. They made girls together. And um, uh, she posted a picture of her like natural hair, like looking a little grayish, whatever. Congratulations to her. Ah.
1: Oh. All right. Uh, Monica of effort put forward by Akiva for the Garner Minute. <laughs> mm,
2: I definitely didn't just look at my Instagram. Now I definitely had that planned all day.
1: We, we all know the truth. Um, all right. Uh, we do have a little banana minute.
2: Ooh,
1: um, okay. Let's see. Okay. So you sent me a video. Mm-hmm. You can see what is being discussed on this video, uh, both on the uh, RHAP, Rehapgrams, Instagram, and in the uh, Highlights 2 portion where Kiva makes his debut. Or you can, someone tweeted it, uh, you can check that out. Who tw- Can you pull up who tweeted it while I pull this up?
2: Mm-hmm, sure.
1: I went to Twitter while you were doing your digest and saw that you had already liked it. And I was like, wow, that's so rude for you to be on Twitter while we're podcasting. And then realized I was on, I too was on Twitter.
2: (laughs) I'm not like reading my Torah, my timeline, but like. Your Torah?
1: (laughs) I'm not reading my Torah.
2: uh, Hey Sarah Seal, S-E-A-L-E.
1: Okay, so check that out. So here we go. uh, Pulling up my thing from Akiva. Now I have to say. You ask Yosef questions. You're bribing him with fake Twizzlers. That are what's more real: the banana or the Twizzlers that you're? Oh, never he he, give he got Twizzlers.
2: He got. He oh, he got, got Twizzlers. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, great. Um, I've asked you to pitch to him. Uh, do you want to do the Garner minute and just see what how he reacts? I've asked for information about his girlfriend. I've hey, asked, my, my wife nixed the girlfriend minute. Fair enough. I asked <laughs> you to ask if you're friends with him. He and he. I've
2: asked him that a hundred times. I've never gotten a good answer.
1: Well, just give me the recording. I'll decide because okay, we just have the same. I think we just, you just well, keep asking why the same I, I, it's
2: questions. It's done. We're going to take a break from the Gardner no, Minute. No,
1: it's it doesn't, I mean, it can be done. Now everything's 30. a minute
2: because my kids were like, can we do the Phineas and Ferb Minute? I'm like, why well, <laughs> don't have a Phineas and Ferb podcast.
1: Well, let's try that. Like, it can be done, but I think we just can't be asking him the same questions. So here we go mm-hmm. from Yo Tape.
2: What are we doing now?
0: Um... Uh
2: and what are you wearing
0: a banana
2: hat alright let me ask you a question
0: what
2: what did banana do today
0: um mitzvahs. no did he
2: daven shh let your shave talk
0: daven Yet and that da- and it
1: was. so hot take banana moho <laughs> didn't know that before
2: I didn't know I didn't know what religion banana was <laughs> okay here I we go I guess there are a lot of Jews <laughs> on the moon he
0: thought how did we now it's Now it's morning. A banana out, and he's skiing. I'm running.
2: He's skiing. What kind of skiing? What I love
1: here, I'm going to keep interrupting him, is that he understands time differences because he's like, yeah. now it's morning at Banana's mm-hmm. house.
2: Yeah, I, I think because g- all of his family lives in America, <laughs> so he gets time differences.
1: It's very cute. Okay. Um, does he ski around the
0: moon? No, he he's skiing on
2: snow. On snow, he does jumping skiing. Don't you know that, Noam?
1: Also, young genius. Is he scanning on the moon? No, of course, you idiot. It's snow. Love that. <laughs> IQ of a thousand.
2: Mm-hmm. Everyone knows that.
1: You know Bossy Boss does and, it with him? Uh, no, he got no, it. And then
2: one more question. That's, no, I'm trying to introduce his old imaginary what? friend when he was a little kid.
1: Oh, who is that?
2: Bossy Boss. His his imaginary friend was is his boss named Bossy Boss.
1: Well, let's. I would love to do a Bossy Boss Minute next week. We could
2: do a Bossy Boss Minute next week. Uh,
1: all right, I don't know so if you d- get
2: the right answers. It's been years, but... Yeah, he would always like if you asked him something. He'd be like, "Sorry, I got a lot of work today. Bossy boss keeps giving me more work."
1: It's funny because, you know, his father has almost no regard for a job. But his- <laughs>
2: <laughs> true.
1: All right, let's play the last twenty eight seconds here. Where,
2: uh, what is going on today in Spooky America? Um, the worst. Wolves? No. Just wolves in Spooky America? No. That's too spooky.
0: Um, no. cheetahs. Teed, the, teed, the good police team are cutting off the t the head.
2: Okay, that's wild. Wait, wait,
0: wait. Um, no, how much ears does Banana have? No, no, we're not doing the ear
2: minute.
1: That is very cute. How much ears does he have? We're not doing the ear minute. And then he takes his hand and like turns off the camera as though yes. he's doing an Instagram live. He's like, mm-hmm. we're done now. Yeah,
2: no more, no more questions, Your Honor.
1: Very cute Uh, We're not doing the ear minute He's right Uh, We are going to thank You know I don't think we had any new five star viewers So while I confirm that You know do you think you could do the five star reviews moving forward?
2: Yes of course
1: Okay Because I feel like I am lagging there I'm otherwise 10 out of 10 here But I think I am not doing a great job appreciating our five star viewers Mm-hmm even yeah, I haven't I mentioned
2: them on in either of my other podcasts for, like, years. I should probably do that. That's why we well, have so many more here.
1: I mean, also because we're good. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I think what we're in May. So, I don't think we got any, but we did get a lot of great feedback. So, we appreciate it. If you want to let us know about your feedback directly, and we'll talk about it on the podcast, you can go to anchor.fm slash newgirloldguy and click through to Apple Podcasts there. You can search it on Apple Podcasts, New Girl, Old Guy um we do really appreciate that feedback even if both of us are fumbling on who's gonna re- do it you can ask your great questions we really appreciate it. it makes the episode uh i have the questions doc linked in my twitter at lash tweets you can't find the question doc at twitter uh, kiva's twitter but you will be able to find all sorts of forms and docs that um if you want to contribute to Renap there at kiev26 um Kiwi did a project Greenlight where him and Akiva what like punch up pilots or approve pilots, <laughs> Sorry, whatever. Yeah, look at
2: pilots, and we're gonna hopefully make one of them in some form or another.
1: Okay, looking forward to that. Uh, on RunApp, uh, thirty-two fans. Hopefully, you'll one day be able to see this. Uh, them talk about the hundred top movies from Rolling Stone. Yeah, we did, uh, Otherwise... We
2: drafted NFL teams for the next decade. See who could uh, pick the right guys.
1: Fabulous. Uh, you can check out the challenge or hap up coming in strong next week or this week on Thursday uh, or on Friday. I guess it drops at website.com slash challenge iTunes. You can check out the last true challenge or hap up of the season, and then we will continue to finish out and ride the wave of Challenge All Stars. So jump in if you haven't yet with Challenge All Stars. It's a lot of fun. Um, we'll be back next week, Akiva, to talk about season two, episode eleven of New Girl. It's called Santa.
2: Uh, oh, another Xmas episode. Last year's, I just checked, was called uh, The 23rd or The 23rd Day or something.
1: It's called The 23rd.
2: And now I like I don't remember the whole. Oh, yeah. It was the party at Schmidt's work and they saw the lights at the end. Uh, I'm going to guess that Nick, no, that Schmidt dresses up as Santa again.
1: That's the whole plot of the episode. I mean, I don't
2: know. It's a Christmas episode. like, And it's absurd for me to guess, but I'm just going to, I'll make one guess there.
1: Okay, so last week, uh, so I I would say you're medium in that it's a Christmas episode. Uh, So we'll be back next week to see if Schmidt, who the main plot was that he says he's not going to do Sexy Santa, actually does Sexy Santa. Mm -hmm. Um, Do we see the googe? Is there another holiday party? Are people traveling home again? That was like the big plot last year. We'll see what happens next week on New Girl, Old Guy.
0: My plate and my job, my plate and my job, my plate and my job My plate and my job, my plate and my